Hello, I'm Erica LaCasse, and this is the Messy Messianic Mama Podcast. Today, we'll be talking about the truth about ambition. Stick around for some hope, healing, and maybe even some laughs. Thank you all for tuning in once again. This week's tour portion is Haye Sarah, which means Sarah's life. You can find it in Genesis chapter 23, verses 1 to chapter 25, verse 18. The half Torah portion is chapter 1, verses 1 through 31. And the Brit Hadashah is Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. Today I want to kind of go into depth a little bit about the truth when it comes to ambition. And I think with so many things in the world... Having ambition or the lack of ambition obviously depends upon the person and depends on the situation. And it's almost like a tool that you can choose to use or not use. The definition of ambition means an earnest desire for some type of achievement or distinction as power, honor, fame, or wealth, and the willingness to strive for its attainment. I'm going to read you a couple of uh, verses from the Word. Uh, As most of you know, I read from the Tree of Life version. And I'm going to start out with Colossians chapter 3, verses 23. But I'm actually going to... I wasn't sure if I was going to or not, but I'm going to kind of rewind a little bit, put a little bit of context in here, not just read the verse. And I'm going to start with verse 18 and read to verse 25. And it starts out saying, wives, submit yourselves to your husbands as is fitting to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not become harsh toward them. Children, obey your parents in every respect, for this is pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children so they will not become discouraged. Slaves, obey your human masters in every respect not just within your master's sight as people pleasers, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. Whatever you do, work at it from the soul as for the Lord and not for people. For you know that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as a reward. It is to the Lord Messiah you are giving service. For the one doing wrong will be paid back for what he did wrong, and there is no favoritism. Now, you might be thinking, what in the world does that have to do with ambition? And if you read the the particular verse I was just going to read, just the one, it says, whatever you do, work at it from the soul as for the Lord and not for people. When it comes to ambition, a lot of times, just like the definition talked about, is where you have your own personal ambition for striving towards something, whether it be, you know, power or money or anything. Uh, and you can get sidetracked because that sort of ambition is what we call selfish ambition, where it is self-seeking, self-centered. It's all about what you can do uh, to further yourself. And this particular, these verses, in fact, the Tree of Life version, the, the heading for this particular portion, it says orderly, mutual relationships. But 
in order to have these order, orderly mutual relationships, the people involved in these relationships need to not be simply self-serving. They need to step outside of themselves and be thinking about those that they are affecting the relationship that they might be in and choosing to honor them and serve them before themselves, which can be their own personal ambition. And so often, I don't know, I I guess maybe it's just in America. I don't really know. I've never really experienced any other cultures firsthand just by word of mouth and hearing it from others or reading about it. But um, it seems to me, especially in America, that in many ways, especially nowadays, for whatever reason, ambition can be seen as a bad thing, especially when it comes to males. Um, For whatever reason, you don't want to appear too masculine and that can equate to having too much ambition, trying to further your career, have more power, um, you know, because you don't want to further the patriarchy. I don't really know where I'm going with this, just so you know. Uh, really was just praying once again, saying, Lord, what is it you want me to talk about this particular week? And um, actually was not my idea. It was my daughter, uh, Harmony's idea. Said so you should talk about ambition and As most of you know, I have a karaoke machine in my head. And the first thing that came to mind was my all-time favorite song by Michael W. Smith, which is called Secret Ambition. And it I love it because it's such a different take than most people do when they talk about the life of Yeshua. And it talks about how Yeshua's secret ambition was to give his life away for the sake of others was to lay down his life for us. And that was his secret ambition. Nobody knew his secret ambition. Nobody knew his claim to fame. He broke the rules, steeped in tradition. He tore the holy veil away. He questioned those in powerful position, running to those who called his name. But nobody knew his secret ambition was to give his life away. And... I don't know about you, but that was not something I thought like, "Mm, is that really an ambition? Is that what you would consider it? Because we have this little box that we put ambition in. And if it doesn't fit that box, then it must not be it. And I think it's a mistake to think of ambition as a negative or positive. I think it really is a tool in a person's hand. You choose how much ambition or motivation you may have in your life. You choose what motivates you. You choose what it is that you are going to be ambitious towards or for. And I think that the word makes it pretty clear what's important and what isn't. Uh, In Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 5, it says, Therefore, if there is any encouragement in Messiah, if there is any comfort of love, if there is any fellowship of the Ruach, the Spirit, if there is any mercy and compassion, then make my joy complete by being of the same mind, having the same love, united in spirit with one purpose. Do nothing out of selfishness or conceit, but with humility consider others as more important than yourselves. Looking out not only for your own interests, but also for the interests of others. 
have this attitude in yourselves, which also was in Messiah, Yeshua. In Proverbs chapter 16, verses 1 through 3, it says, The plans of the heart belong to man, but the tongue's answer is from Adonai. All a man's ways are pure in his own eyes, but Adonai weighs the motives. Commit whatever you do to Adonai and your plans will succeed. So when we have our own plans for our own lives, of course they seem pure in our own, in our own eyes. But Adonai weighs our motives. He weighs our heart. He weighs and can see what our pure motivations are, even if we're not necessarily being honest with ourselves or with others. Some could see me doing this podcast as trying to become popular, uh, maybe to make money. Uh, I don't actually make money on this podcast. Uh, have not for quite some time. And maybe for attention. I'm not really sure. It could be a lot of different reasons that people think that a lot of people do for uh, to do their podcasts. However, the reason I do this podcast is because this is what God has called me to do. He has told me, Erica, this is something that you need to do. And because I want to be obedient to my father and honor him, I do what he's told me to do. Not because I have any selfish ambition for it. Um, any who truly know me personally know this is not my wheelhouse. This is not my comfort zone. This is not something that I want to do. It's something that God has called me to do. And I'm going to continue to be faithful in that calling until he tells me that I no longer need to. And I pray that I could continue to do it in a way that's glorifying to him and does not glorify myself. I think the most important Bible verse that I have found for this particular subject when it comes to ambition, you can find in James chapter 3, verses 13 to 18. The title is Gentle Wisdom from Above. It says, Who among you is wise and understanding? By his good conduct, let him show his deeds in the gentleness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not boast and lie against the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial, not hypocritical, and the fruit of righteousness is sown in shalom, or peace, by those who make shalom. So that right there, I think, is, and I don't know that I ever noticed it before, you know, you go to, 
is it first or second Corinthians? I'm not exactly sure, but they talk about um, love is patient, love is kind. I know, I think it's chapter 13 in one of those uh, books. I always get those two confused on what each one of them says. Um, I think it might be first Corinthians. I could be wrong though. Um, nope, it is. It's first Corinthians chapter 13. Um, where they talk about what love is. And here in Jacob chapter three, verses, uh, 13 to 18 talks about what wisdom is, but I think it goes a step further. It's, you know, you're not going to have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition if you choose to be peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial, not hypocritical. And I think that's so true because we, we get so caught up in what we think is important in our lives that we forget to ask Adonai what's important to him. We forget to ask him, you know, Lord, am I walking the road that you want me to walk? Or am I walking the road that I want to walk? Am I truly glorifying you in the way that I'm choosing to live my life? Am I glorifying you in my ambition? Whether it's in our jobs, in our marriage, with our relationships, um, being in ministry. Uh, you know, sometimes, and I, I, for me, the life of me, I cannot fathom it. People get into ministry for the wrong reasons. And a lot of them can be for selfish reasons, which to me, I'm like, look, if you're, you're coming into ministry for glory, uh, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. And why in the world would you want to do ministry for the wrong reasons when it's hard enough doing it for the right reasons? Like, I feel like you make your life even more difficult when you are putting on a facade in the ministry. Honestly, this has nothing to do with anyone in particular. Uh, just kind of where the Lord is leading me right now. But I think it's interesting too, where our life goals, our ambitions can either lead us toward the Lord or away from the Lord. Um, you know, Israel is still under attack right now. And it truly does break my heart. I know I've mentioned this before in previous episodes, but it really does break my heart when I have believers who have completely stayed silent during this entire uh, situation almost like if they say, you know, Israel's in the right, they're saying that Israel's perfect. But the reality is Israel is simply trying to protect itself and its people. Um, any other country that would try to do that uh, under these circumstances, I feel would absolutely be uh, backed up by most of the nations in the world. But because it's Israel, it's not. And this is a spiritual warfare. But you got to think about these uh, terrorists who are attacking Israel right now. What's their life ambition? Their life ambition is to annihilate an entire people. It's to completely eradicate the Jews and Israel from being even on the map. And it kind of makes you wonder, like, where did this ambition come from? 
besides the pit of hell. That too, most people don't think of it, that that's their ambition and they're not secret about it. They have no problem telling people, no, the Jews need to be eradicated. They need to be exterminated. They need to all die. And that is why we attack them. We have zero qualms about attacking innocent people and civilians. We use our own people as human shields. But somehow people equate that ambition with having been oppressed because they've been oppressed. It validates their ambition. So if you haven't taken a moment to think about that yet, hopefully you are thinking about that now. I think it's a mistake for any of us to forget what's going on with our Jewish brothers and sisters. It's a mistake to sit back and just watch. Because that's what a lot of people in Germany did too. And for those, those of us to say never again and say, well, I mean, no, never again for any people. It's like, okay, well, that includes the Jewish people. So we need to sometimes keep other people's ambitions in check because it's not for the good of anyone else. And they're not thinking of serving others. They're thinking of serving their end goal in this respect. But I think James really is very succinct about this. It's not selfish ambition is what we do not want to strive towards. And too often selfishness is in direct connection with ambition. And we need to remember to check ourselves and make sure that we are not doing anything selfishly. And that some of us are more motivated than others. And if ambition is something that maybe you're lacking, then maybe it's something you can ask the Lord for. Say, Lord, give me wisdom to have ambition, motivation to further your kingdom. Because that's where our ambition should be focused on. Is not on ourselves, but on how do we glorify our creator? How do we walk in the ways of Yeshua, how do we allow the Ruach HaKodesh to lead us each and every day of our lives? How do I let my light shine for Adonai and not for myself? Because that's what we call holy ambition. Ambition that is pleasing to the Lord versus selfish ambition, which is only glorifying yourself and edifying yourself. That's all I have for this particular week. I hope that you were blessed by what I had to say. Hopefully maybe it spoke to you. I know it's something I'm going to have to, you know, sort through throughout the week. Uh, I would also ask you to pray for our military and the military around the world. And I'd pray for the troops that they would not have selfish ambition, but have a sacrificial ambition, um, which maybe sounds weird, but 
You don't want people in the military who are self-serving. You want people in the military whose ambition is to serve their country and to protect those in their country. Like I know for a fact, my husband was one of those men while he did, you know, he served in the Marine Corps for 20 years. And this upcoming week, uh, the end of this week is the Marine Corps birthday, which my husband never, ever lets me forget November 10th. And then November 11th is actually veterans day. So for those of you who live in America, please remember your veterans, thank a veteran for the service that they have done for this country. Thank them for the ambition that they chose to have to be motivated to serve their country and to defend our freedom. I pray you all have a fantastic week and that you'll tune in again next week. Shavua Tov. Yisadonai panavaleka, vehosimleka, shalom. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you his peace. Bashem Yeshua sa shalom. In the name of Yeshua, the Prince of Peace, I pray. Amen. Please feel free to message me at MessyMessianicMama.com or you can email me at ELMMM3 at ProtonMail.com. That's E as in Echo, L as in Lemur, M as in Mike, M as in Mike, M as in Mike, the number 3 at ProtonMail.com. Also feel free to leave me a one-minute voicemail message at anchor.fm forward slash Erica Lacasse. There's a button on my Anchor website that says, leave a voicemail. Thank you so much. And remember to leave all messages short and sweet and to the point. And I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you.